It's going to jump in. We at Dewpoint really believe that this tool that we have created is our future. A little story, something that I was reflecting on earlier this week. Um, so some of you who know me know uh, I've always been fairly uh, involved in sports, uh, particularly cycling in the last uh, few years. Uh, but I've got two small children. So I had my second child uh, just over four years ago. And when the second child arrived, it's like having 10 children. Right? You might as well go for 10 children. Once there's two kids running around the house, then then uh, all bets are off and you've got no time to yourself. So anyway, I stopped doing everything, right? I stopped running, stopped cycling, stopped swimming, stopped everything when the second one came along. And uh, so now he's four years old. So now I think, okay, now I've got a little bit of time. He's getting old enough. I can start uh, getting involved in sports, uh, at least cycling. Uh, so I've got a friend who says, no, there's this big race, which I've done a number of times called the Double Century coming up. It's a race in Swellendam. Uh, which is about three hours out uh, from Cape Town in the Western Cape, beautiful part of South Africa. And they've got a race there every year, uh, which is a 200 kilometer time trial. So it's like, uh, it's 294.7s plus some change, right? Uh, and you don't ride in a big bunch, you ride in teams. It's a team time trial. There's 10 of you in a team at the moment. It used to be 12, but now it's 10 because of COVID. Um, and so we're putting together a team of 10, but now this is a 200 kilometer race, okay? This race does not take prisoners. So now I'm nipping a little bit for this race because I haven't done anything in four years. Uh, and so now I need to get back into this. And it's been painful getting back into it, to be honest. Um, not just from a training point of view, uh, from, a, from a managing the expectation, managing the training, am I doing enough point of view. And what I realized uh, through this process over the last couple of months because I only started when the, the weather started getting warmer. The race is at the end of November. Uh, so I started, let's say, I think end of August when the weather started uh, looking better. Um, I started the process. So, you know, I've been doing, I've done Ironman and I've done lots of uh, um, road racing, uh, bicycle road racing. And so I'm familiar with what kind of needs to be done. But it still became extremely frustrating for me, the process, because... If you're like me, you don't do a lot of planning. I'm not one of those people that like to get up at five in the morning and plan my day, right? I'm not that person. Uh, I don't plan my week on a Sunday evening. Uh, but there are some big detractors to the lack of planning, right? Especially a race like this. So if you're doing well, that's what, that's what you imagine your race to look like. You know, you all look like pros. You're all in the same kit. You're all in single file, slipstreaming like a bullet train. That's how you hope the race is going to go, right? Looks like that. And you can see the rolling hills there, beautiful uh, area, swell and dumb. But, it, but realistically, for, uh, for guys like me, uh, very much amateurs, that's what it looks like. you helping each other up the hills, almost like comrades, the back of comrades. It's messy. It looks like a bit of a war zone. Uh, your mates may be shedding a tear and you're telling him, don't worry, the, the end is near because it's a long race. And uh, the last 35 kilometers of this race are these three big hills. I call it the three sisters. And it's horrendous. It's the middle of the day. You started at 5.30 in the morning. It's now one o'clock. It's hot. You've run out of water in your bottles. And so it can be very messy if you're not prepared. Um, and so what I realized was I actually do myself a disservice by not planning because what I've realized in these last two months is because I think I know what I'm doing, I don't do any planning. The problem with that is that I run into uh, 
these, uh, I run into these problems typically the night before I'm supposed to go training, right? So the training's big. Like on Sunday, I did 135 kilometer training ride here in the cradle in Joburg. But preceding these nights, I'm always, what am I going to do tomorrow? Do I do a long ride tomorrow? Do I do a short ride tomorrow? Do I do intervals tomorrow? What am I going to do? And I end up tormenting myself for pretty much the whole day about what I'm doing tomorrow. If I had just sat down on the Sunday night and gone, this is what I want to do this week, to have intention, right? Intention, put it down on paper, plan. I would free myself of all the tormenting of what I'm doing, trying to decide what I was going to do the night before. And when we're busy and we don't torment ourselves, we forget that we're even doing something the next day, right? And so often uh, running this business, uh, I reflect a lot on what happens in my personal life and how it may uh, bleed into, into business and entrepreneurship. And I realized that planning is actually fundamental to, to success. Uh, fortunately, I've got Brendan as a partner who, is, who plans everything down to a T, so I just follow, right? Um, but it reminds me, because when I did Ironman, um, uh, I had a coach. Uh, and so if you're able to get a mentor or a coach, they will do the planning for you. They will take the thinking away from you. If you can find someone who's experienced in what you want to do, they will do that planning for you, right? And hopefully they keep it simple. So this is a message to my experienced wealth engineers bringing new people in the business. For new people, always keep it simple. It's not about the quality of someone when they come into the business. The focus should always be on the quantity. Give them a task that is simple and that can be repeatable without much thought, right? The quality comes with time. Um, and so fortunately, when I did my first Ironman, I had a coach and he just laid everything out. I didn't have to think about it. I just arrived and he would say, go, do this, do that, right? It makes, uh, it, in this business, it'll make your life much easier. And so you will have someone who's introduced you to the business. You've got access to uh, all the training and the mentorship stuff and the coaching stuff online that you can go look at. Um, as I said, there's a getting started section that keeps everything very simple. So there's an example of my training program. That was in 2013. That was when I was cycling fairly seriously. I was racing in the vets uh, category with the bullies. Um, I wasn't young enough in 2013 to run, to ride with the lease. But there you see, my coach put out the entire month for me. I didn't have to think about it. Get on the bike. This is what I need to do, right? For wealth engineers. So for people in this business, what I want you to take away, um, and this is a principle that can carry into any challenge, anything new, any new proposition you get yourself involved in. Focus on the quantity. Don't focus on the quality. Often we get people that come into the business. They think too much about all these things involved in the business. In this business, when you get started, your only job and the only thing you should worry about is how many people you speak to a day. Don't worry about what you're going to say. Don't stress about the XP rewards program and earning XP and this and that. Your only job and the only number you should worry about is the quantity. At first, what quantity affords you is the experience to hone your skills and to develop quality over time. If you start worrying about quality at the outset of this business, you won't get anywhere. You'll be so worried about what you're going to say to somebody, who you're going to speak to. Are you saying it right? Are you connecting them properly? 
you might have a lead wealth engineer that gives you too much information. That's why I say message to our wealth engineers as well. Keep it super simple for new people in this business. You are still going to make money in the quantity phase, right? You just become more efficient over time. You can't worry about quality because you don't have the experience to understand the difference between what works and what doesn't work. Focus on the quantity. Simple repetitive objection. Uh, when I was speaking about uh, these few slides with Jane, Jane was saying, make sure when you tell people they're speaking to someone, they're actually speaking to someone. Speak to them. Speak to them. Start with your family and your friends and the people that you know. Pick up the phone and say something, right? Um, that's where you're going to get the best experience. And then find a plan. And if you've got a coach, a mentor, a lead wealth engineer that can guide you in your first few weeks, this is what you're going to say. Phone five people, call me this evening, tell me what happened. I know they all told me to bugger off. Great. Great. What did we learn from, from that? What did you say exactly? Right? And that's how you start to learn. But you have to throw yourself in it. Often we've got people coming in. Uh, we had a husband and wife come in uh, a couple of weeks ago for Super Saturday. Uh, and the husband's an engineer. And the wife didn't tell, her, tell the husband that she joined. But she just threw herself into it. Maybe she's that personality. She just threw herself into it. Whereas the husband wanted to, he wanted to unpack the business and understand the nuance of every aspect of the business. And he ended up speaking to nobody. But the wife had already put 20 people in. Right? We often have that, right? We often have that. And so I'm hoping that this will kind of get you to be a little more intentional about not worrying about the quality of speaking to people. That will come with time and it'll come quickly. It'll come quickly. Focus on just hammering out those numbers, right? Speak to 10 people a day, five people a day, whatever it is. Get through your week, learn from it, have a plan, be intentional. Unlike me, you know, Sunday night, go five people. Put it in your diary, 30 minutes over lunch, every day of the week. That's 25 people you've spoken to, right? If you speak to 10 and one joins, you're nearly at three by the end of the week. But if you're worried about all the other stuff and you've heard about the XP Rewards program, how many people do I need to get to uh, Mauritius or Mozambique? Don't worry about that stuff. Get on the board first, know what you're doing. And what you're doing is how to speak to people. That's what this business is about. So I hope you can take that away with you. All right, guys. Have a wonderful week. Cheers.